3: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
2: So the political headline of the day is, it was an outlier. If you follow the news for the last almost 24 hours, it's been a bombshell. The new Monmouth poll that had Biden in free fall, now tied with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. A three-way tie at the top as he had had double-digit leads for, well, since he entered the race. What's important is the trend, Jack. But then a new poll came out today. Another biggin'. That fits in with all the other polls that continues to show biden with a double digit lead and that would lead me to believe that the monmouth poll for whatever reason is an outlier it did have a um margin of error of almost six almost seven percent which is extraordinarily high for a poll yeah i don't know if they just surveyed three people and rounded it up or, or how they did it but anyway so it would look like uh that's that's nothing and biden continues to have a decent lead although
3: it is so early um yeah, I yeah. Obviously, you know, if you enjoy following this, it's kind of fun to watch it. I, I just, you know, around here we don't take it real seriously. The idea of being fixated on the moment to moment. How long till the Iowa caucuses go? One hundred and sixty days. Yeah. Uh, wow! Great Scott! Four hundred and thirty-four to the election. It's just kind of fun to hear, you know, your team's one game back, now your team's two games back, that sort of thing. But
2: Some of it is that. Some of it is just the sport of it and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Some of it is I am pretty damned interested where we are as a culture and a nation if one of the parties is about to be taken over by full-on socialist view of uh, of, of, of running a country.
3: Right, right. Just shades of difference between old Liz Warren and, uh, and uh, Bernie. Um, what's really the headline to me is that, again, the two of them added up. The two commies are tied with Biden. So how much taste is there really for a more moderate Democrat? I I believe it's still the majority of Democrats, but uh, it's not a huge majority. And, man, it's been moving in one direction pretty steadily. So we'll see. I don't know. Or is it what?
2: polls show and i'm not sure this is true but the polls show democrats care more about winning than they do about the policies yes those crowds that are cheering at liz and bernie though are cheering the policies yeah that's what they're enthusiastic about
3: so got a, a note we were talking earlier about there, one more thing on that oh, Ber- yeah, yeah. bernie's
2: plan last week that he unveiled for the whole uh it's not the new green deal but it's his version of that i have a plan too She's not the only one with plants. Is $16 trillion, significantly more expensive than the new Green Deal that was ridiculed and talked about so much. He, he, he oh yeah, you think that's something? When do you see
3: this? I and mean, he took it further. Yeah. It
2: didn't get that much. I, I think it's not. it didn't get that much scrutiny because I don't think many people think Bernie's going to be the nominee.
3: Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, and I got to throw this in just because I'm compulsive this way. You've got uh, deficits, annual deficits, as big as I've ever seen in my life watching this stuff under Donald J. Trump during times of economic growth. What are you talking about deficits? Yeah, I know. Nobody cares. Nobody Nobody wants to hear it. I'm sorry. I'll shut up now. Why don't you throw a drink in my face or have your boyfriend kick me in my genitals, and I'll leave this party. I'm so sorry. This is why I don't get a lot of invitations. Have your boyfriend kick me in my genitals. <laughs> I'm always nobody wants to hear my crap. I apologize. I'm uh, I'm I'm out. I apologize. Hey, so the guy, uh, the guy who's
2: running against Trump, kind of Joe Walsh, who was a radio host. I keep seeing this tweet that says he lost his radio show. Did that happen since he announced he was running? His his nationally syndicated radio show, which I have never heard and don't know of any stations that it's on. uh. I don't know in what sense he's nationally syndicated. He says he's
4: lost it since launching Trump Challenge.
2: Yeah, in just the last couple of days. Was he on any actual stations though?
3: He's on a handful, I guess.
2: We're on a lot of different stations, a lot of different places. I don't think we're on any stations where Joe Walsh is on.
3: I don't know. I've only been dimly aware of him and his act. He's such a phony. Oh yeah, he's a complete phony. Um. No, he's not cool. Different Joe Walsh, and a different guy, and not Joe K. Walsh,
2: my favorite mandolin player, who decided to put the K in his name
3: so people wouldn't make the jokes we're making. I guess. How interesting. Barely. Um. So we got this note. We were talking about ghosting your uh, your uh, employers. Oh yeah, the uh, Steve Jobs conspiracy theory.
2: There is a conspiracy theory about Steve Jobs being alive. Stay tuned.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty compelling but <laughs> well, we were talking about ghosting your your uh the employer applying for or that you just got hired by and you know to my mind and this does not make it right you know it, it, employees are starting to treat employers the way they've been treated through the years yeah we'll you know, get buyer's back to market you. or seller's market and yeah, we'll get back to you you mm-hmm. know i've i've bought and sell, sold many houses not many several um and buyer's market seller's market makes all the difference sure. if it's a seller's market uh, they, they, they crawl up to you and say, please, will you take full price plus 10%? And you say, well, I guess. And they say, any chance you could put out the fire? Because your house is currently on fire. And you say, go to hell. Buy another house, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> when it's a when it's a buyer's market. Have your boyfriend kick him in the genitals. <laughs> right. Exactly. Stand right there. <laughs> like <Mark>. shoulder <laughs> width apart. And then, you know, it's a buyer's market. They come to you and say, "Yeah, all right, we'll give you X, but you got to fix everything. You got to paint it, and and by the way, tear out your lawn and put in some sod, Ugh. or you're not smelling dime one." I'm and gonna... then he slap you hard, and you say, "Oh, thanks, thanks for slapping me." So you know oh, that's the worst. It's all about power. Who's got the upper hand? So, I,
2: I like it on the other end. You're selling your house. It's you gonna you gonna put up, fix all those holes in the wall and everything. Uh, the next guy doesn't seem to think I need to. So do you want to buy it or not?
3: Right. <laughs> Right. The guy who was here five minutes before and a guy who's coming five minutes after don't care. Yeah, I see your point. But, you know, ebbs and flows. Anyway, so we're uh, talking about uh, no showing on your employer. Got this from uh, Al Anonymous, who's a, a listener and a recruiter for a large company that I am familiar with. You can't believe how bad it is, guys. Two out of five are no shows, no calls for the interviews. 40%. Two out of ten are no-shows for orientation their first day of work. Some no-call, no-show for shifts. You never hear from them again. So this is actually a thing. It's widespread. Um, You know, it's a big company. It's got a lot of entry-level folks. Um, I don't imagine people make a career out of it generally. I'm not going to tell you what business it is, but um, they're they're workers as much as they are career people. But still, 40% are no-shows for interviews.
2: Yeah, well, the other end of it has been just, you know, the the example you were just given was you'd show up there and you'd give them an application. They'd say, we put that on a fall. And and nobody nobody had the courtesy or the care enough to say, we don't actually have any openings right now, so it's unlikely we're going to call you or, you know, anything like that. It's just screw you.
3: Right. Live your life wondering. (laughs) Right. Well, now it's flipped around. There you go. It's a buyer's market in terms of uh, jobs. God, I sympathize with anybody who's done that or doing that. That whole... I suppose
2: you don't fill them out with pen and paper anymore. You do it online, but. Why did they need my high school's address? Oh.
3: Isn't there somewhere you can look that up? And if it's on a
2: 123 High School Lane, <laughs> and, if, and if it's on 1st Street instead of Elm Street, does it make any difference to you?
3: Sit first and Elm. You're not going to write them an asteroid <laughs> transcript so I can come in here and flip burgers for you or whatever. Oh. I went to high school. Trust me. You want me to spell something? Give me a math problem, I'll do it, and then we can dispense with the whole you're gonna call what my old principal and say <laughs> you remember Joe <laughs> what was it and and you know back when <laughs> Back in the busting ass, begging your for any job. <laughs> God, you've, you've, you'd have to fill out app after app after app. Yeah. with your h- high school address and it's at, uh, and your the phone number of your high school and the dates you'd have of to have employment
2: it for all eight jobs you've had and before your
3: supervisor this and their address. Oh. And the rest I once printed out
4: labels of the various things that you constantly had to fill out on these smart pen paper And I would smart. just paste Good the idea. labels on them when I would go into these places. Good I see idea. that
3: I hire that dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, and once again, for those who haven't heard this story, I got my first job in radio, it turns out, mostly because I typed up my cover letter. <laughs> the other applicants who who were, I'm guessing, you know, about a third homeless, a third uh, inmates, <laughs> and a third the mentally ill, um, had, had just scrawled cover letters on, uh, like, a notebook paper. They then tore out of the notebook. Oh, that was humbling. You know, I got, so humbling.
2: I always remember
3: this and I'll tell my
2: kids this. I got one radio job that I got in Kansas City where I'm happy we're on the air again. This was many decades ago. I had I, I had applied over and over again and he said, You know why you got this job is persistence. Everybody else they like try one time and then I just never hear from it again, but you kept trying, so I think I'll hire you. There you go. And that uh, yeah. At a boy. At a boy. So, Look how you ended up. <laughs> oh wow, that's not a good lesson. <laughs> that's not helping anybody. All right. Now look at me now, son. <laughs> oh, Dad, I think I'll take a different tack. I think I'll go a different direction.
3: So the beef boys are angry. They're Ooh. fired up, the beef boys. Okay. Because uh, your plant burgers are starting to catch fire, so they've right. declared war on plant burgers. Yeah, they got to be worried. This could be ugly. Okay. Range wars, gunfights. And I had one other thing. Showdowns. About, oh, or is it shows down?
2: Yeah, that is a good story, because I think the cattle people have got to be nervous and scared, and there's a lot of money at stake, and one of your life lessons that I was talking to my son about, and maybe you have some input on, Uh, you can help me out on the text line. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. (laughs) is real this idea of ghosting employers it's been flipped on its head unemployment so low people have enough choices that the way employers have been treating employees over the years has been flipped around and now uh I, I, we got a text from somebody who said yeah i've been given two weeks notice now i give employers two weeks notice Yeah, i'm gonna leave in two weeks just giving you a heads up because uh, i got other things to do mm-hmm. yeah. um uh, we got this text about, oh yeah, it's really true. You, some of the stats you're throwing around, I wish we did that well. How would I get that lucky? 10% show up for the interviews. If we, if we get to the point that we say, yeah, we'd like to interview, we get about 10% of people actually show up. For wow. Interview. Wow. And then a certain percentage of people you actually hire, them, they don't show up the first well, day. Well, ninety percent
3: don't show up. That's got to freak you out when somebody actually appears. You wander into the room. Uh, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, oh, are you? You're, you're uh, Ellen. Wow. Okay. Um... Oh, I got to remember how to do this. Um. <laughs>
2: and, in the, yeah. <laughs> and in the back of your mind, aren't you thinking a little bit old? Ellen ain't got anything else to do. Okay, i would jump <laughs> to Ellen. Wait a
3: minute. No, that's too much. That's too much irony.
2: And then we got this one. Better be careful. Five years and two jobs from now, the guy you ghosted has changed jobs, too. And he's the hiring manager at your dream company. Maybe. No, he's not.
3: Maybe, but unlikely. <laughs> sort of thing you would tell your kids, but it. Often, it doesn't often come true. Got well, that, this was, that
2: was one of the stats. 97% said they've paid no price for ghosting
3: employees. Right, there you go. Had a friend of mine, 50-plus years old, lost his tech job, spent over a year and a half looking for a new one. He went on many interviews, including the company flying him to another state. Time after time following the interview, the company would never follow up with him on the status of the position, including a number of Fortune 5 companies where the hiring manager and HR failed to take any basic steps to follow up Even a notice that the position went to someone else. This friend has heard about ghosting in the complaints corporate HR has about this stuff. He's not shedding any tears. (laughs) Yeah, I'll bet he's not. He landed a fine gig, by the way, and is doing well. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, if
2: you've ever been fired with no notice two weeks before Christmas or whatever, like a lot of people have, your whole concern for this sort of thing might not be that high.
3: Yeah, um... Let's see, Oh, my you've last... known
2: you were going to fire me for months. You could have given me some heads up, so I would have maybe structured my life a little differently, but you didn't. Well, now the shoe's on the other
3: foot. Right. Here's a note. Uh, my last employer, I'm not going to name it, had management sign a contract that states they can fire you without notice. People would come into work and get fired the minute they walked in the door. Why not ghost an employer that makes you sign a contract saying they can ghost you without explaining anything? Yeah, that's a decent point. You will reap what you sow, my friends. The good book says that. Uh, the Bible! That's right, sir. Even, it's better than even, Art of the Deal. <laughs> I remember that was uh, the President's review of the Bible. Yes, that is correct.
2: I had all these exciting things I was ready to talk about, and I can't remember what any of them were. What were they? Well, Does anybody
3: know? <laughs> you have the uh, the cattlemen all mad oh, about yeah, the yeah. veggie burgers. And listen, it's... Uh,
2: it's funny. I had one the other day. It was perfectly acceptable. I mean, it was. It tasted I wouldn't have known if you hadn't told me that that wasn't a regular Whopper.
3: Right. It wasn't like a revelation, but it was fine. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. If it
2: was a revelation, it wouldn't taste like a regular Whopper. Oh, that's <laughs> a good point. Part of that
4: is the lowered expectation of what a Whopper tastes like to begin with.
2: Well, that's damaging. It's to all the Whopper industry yeah, have attorneys. It's, don't it's, they?
4: it's a fine burger, but it's not a. It's is it not, a fine burger? It's it's it, it serves its purpose. It stops not a, me from being hungry. Not a burger I make in my backyard. That's a different beast. That's that's ultimately the test is when the, the, the home version of the burgers can become but indistinguishable. The
2: vast majority of hamburger has to come out of McDonald's and Burger King. Oh, so yeah. they just Absolutely. they just meet that um level of good enough, that's gonna change the beef industry, I'm sure. I should ask my dad, he probably knows more about it, but I, the numbers have to be staggering on what that would do.
3: Yeah. You know, I was going to say, I, uh, you know, I come from the Midwest. I, I like cattle country. I tend to like people involved in, in ranching and the rest of it. And so it, it gives me a little pain, but there's a fair amount of, Not completely, but they're seeking the sort of crony capitalism that we always rail against. And our friend Tim, the lawyer, rails against. We need you to pass these laws to protect consumers. When really you're just protecting your market share. It's
2: it's the cab companies trying to figure out a way to keep Uber out. It's it's Ford and Chevy trying to figure out a way to keep Tesla out. On the other
3: hand, this one's not an open and shut case. In 2019, officials in nearly 30 states have proposed bills at the behest of the cattle companies, surely, to prohibit companies from using words such as meat, burger, sausage, jerky, or hot dog. I get that hot dog. I have no unless the product came from an animal that was born, raised, and slaughtered in a traditional way. I have no problem with that. You don't get to call it meat when it's not meat. Any food pro, this is a uh, Mississippi's new sweeping law. Any food product containing cell cultured animal tissue or plant based or insect based food should not be labeled as meat or as a meat product. What if it is cell cultured animal tissue though? It is animal tissue. This is kind of a gross conversation. Yeah, you're not
2: making me hungry.
3: Yeah. No. Okay. I like burgers and you're turning me off them. I have one more what if for you. And we'll let the court of Armstrong and Getty decide whether this is legit or not. Is this the whether the law should step in. Is this the what if your aunt had testicles? No. Different question? No, totally different. She'd still be your aunt. Or would she? It's up to her. Would she what
2: did she feel like what'd she identify with? I don't know.
3: I don't know her. She's your
2: aunt. I guess you'll have to hit us with that after the news, because we're out of time. What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall? Biden's campaign going into damage control mode and how you can achieve exceptional longevity. Well, that's what I want, exceptional longevity. Some days I don't, but I will stay tuned. (laughs) Some days I think that's it. Combine the stories, because Biden needs some exceptional longevity. (laughs) He's going to be president. Right. Stay tuned. On the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty. (laughs)
2: you're not currently in shape, but you would be in shape if somebody would just invent the right workout routine. Well, maybe that has happened. with The hottest fitness craze that is sweeping the world right now. It's called F45. Oh, yeah. And we'll explain F45. If you're
3: still doing... What was the PX90 or whatever it is? P90X. Oh, you're going to weigh twice as much with P90X as with F45. Are you still
2: jazzercising or... (laughs) zumba I sweat to the oldies still. Sweating to the <laughs> yes. oldies. No, F45 is what you need, and I'll explain that coming up.
3: Fantastic. we got to get our headlines first. I'll tell you, my headline is I've weighed the, exactly the same th- 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 weight for three days in a row, even though I, my stomach is digesting itself, and I'm only eating six hours a day, and I'm not losing weight anymore. Wow. I'm gonna, anybody know a drug dealer? I need drugs. I'm going to go to a drug dealer and say, uh, dude, can you get me some ClinPeak? I need some ClinPeak. You know what that is? That's the drug I took before my colonoscopy oh. <laughs> that turned everything <laughs> to liquid and, and, and emptied me out. And I mean empty. You know you're desperate when you're going for black market
4: diuretics. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah,
3: no It's it's, it's a laxative, <laughs> technically speaking, but uh, oh. whatever it takes. I don't see a good number tomorrow on the scale. I'm eating the scale <laughs> and everything else I can get my hands on. How was it? <laughs>
2: That feeling you have when you just say "screw it" to uh, eating correctly is 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 it's like the last day of school for an adult. <laughs>
3: just, ah. You know what? We're you know we're doing, honey, going out for dinner tonight. I don't care what, and we're drinking wine. <laughs> oh yeah!
2: News now with Marsha Phillips.
0: I uh, I stole this line from uh, one of the wire services. It reads. The state of the Democratic presidential race appears to be in flux. Earlier, we had a Monmouth University poll showing Joe Biden had fallen 13 points into a virtual three-way tie with Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. That was followed up by a morning consult survey showing Joe Biden boosting his lead to 33% over the other top Democratic contenders.
2: Well, that second poll fits in with... All the other polls that are out there, right? The first one's an outlier, yeah, right? Yeah, Come on.
0: However, every time I walked into the newsroom and I'm watching one of the all news channels, who I will not mention, they are using the Monmouth University. Of course, poll.
3: they are right. Conflict, anger, and, yep. and excitement. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing there. It's a non-story. And then Biden then, still leads, although he's tied if you combine the two
4: communists' numbers together. News organizations no longer exist to inform the public; they exist to make money, and right. they are doing what is the best interest of that right but it's news, news attainment
2: and it's always been a well it's not always been true and then it was a little true right. now it's completely true right yeah forget what you thought of news channels yes. they're they're news attainment After the Monmouth
0: poll, though, came out, the Biden campaign immediately, immediately discounted it, saying it's got too small a sample size to be valid. Only 300 people were involved in that poll. Okay. And they're saying the error rate's almost 7%.
2: I heard uh, one person that's involved in polling on one of the cable news channels yesterday say, when you end up with a number that's way different than all the other polls, you're not necessarily excited about it. Oh, no. You (laughs) think, oh,
0: boy. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, 300 is a pretty small sample size. uh, Brazil's president, uh, Bolasarno, says that Brazil will only accept an offer of international aid to fight Amazon fires if French leader Macron retracts comments that he finds offensive. Bolasarno says that Macron had called him a liar and accused the French president of questioning Brazil's sovereignty amid tensions over the fires that are sweeping the Amazon region. In fact, uh, Brazil, uh, one of the Brazilian officials tweeted out a uh, message basically saying France couldn't protect the Notre Dame Cathedral from fire devastation, and so uh-huh. they should focus on their own problems and leave us alone. All right. Is that all I'm going to hear about the French Brazilian relations these days? <laughs> I hope so. All right, my friends, having a positive outlook leads to having a much longer life. That is a, from a new study from researchers at Boston University School of Medicine I'm positive we're doomed The study the study linked being optimistic to exceptional longevity meaning living to an age living to age 85 and older The study showed the link in both men and women and it remained so even after adding in things like smoking alcohol use physical activity diet weight and depression were accounted for They still say if you can pull off an overall optimistic outlook, you can extend your life dramatically. What was that little list you ran through real quickly? Okay, they factored in whether you're a man or a woman. Just do the list again. Smoking, alcohol use, physical activity, diet,
3: weight, and depression. So you're a big fat, chain-smoking drunk. Yeah, But you think, yeah, things will get better tomorrow. (laughs) You're going to be better off than Johnny Ultramarathoner, who's kind of bitchy about life. That's that's
0: amazing. That's what what the Boston University School of Medicine researchers found. There you are, 1,200 pounds,
3: hammered out of your mind, sucking down cancer sticks like you're in some kind of Uh contest. But you're going to outlive old uh, skinny Jill over there. They're saying optimistic people are more likely to have
0: goals and the confidence to reach them, which over time may help them develop healthier habits so they're they're factoring in a whole number
2: of different elements
0: in okay study. i get
3: it all right
2: all right i've always had this thing where i'm short term pessimistic but long term optimistic
3: oh yeah i, would agree. I don't know what that that me- i don't you. know what
4: that makes me Eventually it'll be fine, but tomorrow's gonna really suck. Yeah,
2: yeah I always I, like today sucks.
1: I, but I always think
2: <laughs> right I always now. think things are gonna turn out fine. So right. I don't know if that makes me an optimist or not. Right. I yeah, know. I
3: don't. I've always had the you know if things go completely to hell, I'll find something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's you know because things have gone completely to hell a couple of times in our lives. So you know we're fine. I mean not completely to hell. Right. Those of you have dealt with truly you know unthinkable. If uh, Syria you know. is listening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you know, grain of salt. <laughs> oh, Chris, speaking of grain of salt, yes. i got to get to that uh, meat thing. But go ahead, Marshall.
0: The meat thing, a Spanish endurance athlete, 50-year-old Spanish endurance athlete, the first person to trek across the Pacific Ocean on a stand-up paddleboard. Joe! How now, many miles? 7,000 miles? How many miles? 2,900
2: oh, okay. miles in 76
0: days. He went from San Francisco to... To honolulu on a paddleboard
3: surely he had people following well, him right
0: no he had no people following what? Him, but but well let me explain his 24 foot custom paddleboard came complete with a cabin for sleeping and storage space so it's not a paddleboard no,
2: no. A motor in a restaurant no a movie theater right? no motor a hotel on the back no and motor. a staff of
3: six
0: no, no motor he was totally alone he stood up and he paddled. Yes. I mean, he, you know, there, there was no other help. But, it, I mean, it was yeah, like a small boat. But he made it across in 76 days. Well, I, I salute him. And That's up, fantastic. He, i, I <laughs> bet he's an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall <laughs> Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of
3: the nation. Hey, I, I know what I'm going to do. Really? Yeah. yeah, really? Gotta, gotta do something. All right, so here's here's the question yep. you got to answer: Would you have laws against this? Now, a lot of people wouldn't have laws about any of this because they really rock it libertarian style. But the sort the, the beef guys, the meat guys, are mad at the veggie uh, fake meat people because they're they're misleading consumers. They say. Mm. The offer, the new offerings say to cattlemen cross a line when they make unsubstantiated health claims, because a lot of them have lots of processed ingredients or very high in sodium, or when the packages, uh, packaging is unclear. I'm quoting Mike Deering here. He's a cattle rancher and executive vice, uh, vice president of the Missouri Cattlemen's Association. Beyond meat, beefy crumbles has a picture of a cow on the front. And says plant-based in very small lettering at the bottom. If I'm a dad, I'm going through the grocery store before one of my boys has a meltdown. Sound familiar? And I pick that package up that says beef on it with a picture of a cow on it. I'm gonna buy it. It's pretty good. People want the beef. That's right, Mr. President. So I don't know. I don't know how I swing in that uh, in that uh, question. Um, I will tell you this: it's not exactly David versus Goliath. The Washington Post mentions. Because you've got um, uh, your big meat producing companies and associations on the one hand. On the other hand, several of the top veggie brands like Morningstar Farms and Boca are owned by food giants Kellogg and Kraft Heinz. Okay. Notably, the major meat processors, Tyson Foods and Smithfield Foods, for instance, aren't taking sides. They're also investing heavily in these new things. So it's mostly, I think, like the cattlemen's associations if that are freaking a, out because their prices are already bad.
2: If you have a picture of a cow and then a tiny print plant based, you're trying to fool me.
3: Well, if it says cow and has a big word like beefy or beef,
4: of course, then almost the Y is doing a lot of lifting in that beefy yeah, label. no kidding. <laughs> of course,
2: yeah. uh, every label on everything is trying to fool you in some way.
4: And the the the. The fake meat people have also been making concerted efforts to getting their stuff displayed in the meat case, which only kind of further
3: goes to blur those lines. Yeah, which I get. I mean, what are you going to do, put them in the cereal aisle? Why why should I walk clear over there to buy something that's like hamburger? It's a meat substitute, right. Um, Then you've got an honest name, like Tofurky. Why does that sound so awful? It sounds terrible. It sounds sounds wonderful to me. You know,
2: I don't like it. It's got
3: toe in it. Toe sounds disgusting. You know, that's a good point. It's a good point. I'm sure many people share that sentiment.
2: So the hot new workout trend, this is the one that's finally going to get you in shape.
3: Uh-huh.
2: This is what's been holding you back. Stay tuned. You'll learn about
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Encouragement for you from the text line. Hold strong, Joe. You just hit a plateau. I hit three plateaus on my way down from 300 to 195.
3: I don't like plateaus. I was stuck at 220 for almost a month. I prefer metaphors that have mountains and valleys. Those I understand. Plateaus bore me.
2: So losing weight, working out, and stuck at the same number for a month before dropping down quite a bit. So I guess that can happen. Wow, okay.
3: Maybe- All right, thanks, my, thanks my brother and or sister, for the encouragement.
2: It's uh, maybe what he tried is the new F45 workout, which is the hottest thing out there. If you want to feel like you're part of something, then you join the F45 workout. Let's.
3: First. The latest pop sensation, latest workout sensation. Trying to figure out which one has well, less at least, to do with me. At least uh, the, the latest workout craze. If a person actually did
2: it, I'm sure you get in shape with any. You, you know, you can put sure, on leg yeah. warmers and dance with Jane Fonda. You want? It's just you just need to get exercise. You
3: know, it's really funny. We were at this uh, place uh, the other day, Judy and I, that included an exercise facility, and um, and the gal who's given us the tour says uh, she like drops her voice a little bit. Which I didn't really notice at the time, but she says to Judy, "Are you into uh Pilates?" Judy says, "No, not really." And she says, "Oh no, me neither." People around here are so into Pilates; they keep saying I should do it. But okay. And then she moved on, as if like the Pilates cult is so aggressive. Are you a swinger? <laughs> Just uh, put your keys in the bowl over there. <laughs> All right, it's you know, yeah, it's like uh, you know. Are you with the Rebels? <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not good. Good, because they're everywhere. <laughs> it was crazy. Bunch of Pilates Nazis. The first thing you notice is Pil- the... if you will.
2: Back to you. The first thing you notice is the DJ, Joe, when you show up to your F45 workout. Now you got my attention. Perched by a turntable. <laughs> hey, you uh, called her, color
4: call her seven now. Uh weighty. Gumbeloo's weighty.
3: You look kind of fat dear. Breaking a sweat. Dear. When's the last time you saw your toes? Dear? Now we're gonna lose seven pounds in a row for your work day.
2: <laughs> That's funny. The F forty five training, the fastest growing fitness franchise in the world right now, centered the brand around millennials with their increased desire to connect IRL. Wow, uh, wait a minute now. I'm pro-connection always. IRL in real life. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. There are no treadmills, boxing bags, or bulky equipment. Instead, the open floor layout features a a medley of free weights, dangling straps, a few exercise balls, resembling a cross between a gymnastics gym and a children's playroom. Members rotate through numbered stations to perform one-minute exercises, all while watching monitors that demonstrate exactly how to perform each move. Accompanying the visual step-by-step guide is a team of coaches who examine and adjust any improper alignments during class. I like that. Hey, you're using too much of your back. Use your legs more. Something like that. What, I don't hate think. this. And just one minute on each thing, the idea being, be, well, it says here. Um, it prides itself on never repeating the same sequence of exercises twice, thereby ensuring members never get too compl- complacent with the styled movements and don't get bored. So you just do everything for one minute, and then you move to something else, and it's a different yeah. order all the time. Yeah. Huh. Uh, uh, There's more than just a workout. The brand engages its audience through numerous touch points. The F45 Challenge, for example, is a quarterly season-long event offering members access to nutritionists and an app that includes meal plans and calorie trackers, etc. So it's a a whole life thing, then, I guess.
3: Yeah, all right. All right. Whatever floats your boat, we're all fighting the same fight, most of us. Except you naturally skinny people. And you know what you're fighting? The fact that the rest of us hate you. (laughs) So... Good luck with that.
2: A free towel for whoever knows the first guitar player for Blind Faith.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wait a minute. Come on up to the DJ
2: booth. (laughs)
3: so wow so this is all going on while they're jamming records and stuff and
4: i guess yeah small classes rarely above like 30 40 people it's not it's not like your gigantic factory gym where there could be up to hundreds of people in there at any given time they seem to be really focused on this we're trying to just build a group of friends that are trying to get healthy together
2: Mm. it's interesting that these these, these hit every so often and then there's something exciting about a new one that I don't know why that is. It's just the way we're built, I guess. I remember when aerobics first hit the scene and it just the excitement about it.
3: Right. People need an enthusiasm for the the particular thing they're doing instead of just enthusiasm for fitness in general.
2: Apparently. That's just I human guess nature. That's
3: the way humans are made. I, I find yeah. it silly as a guy who has very little enthusiasm for anything, but I understand it. There you go. from the TJ booth. <laughs> yeah, that'd be at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your host, Joe oh, Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody to round out the show. Why not? There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room, Michelangelo. Michael? Yeah, no matter what
0: workout you do, if you do work out with your significant other, remember, she's the prettiest one in the room. Do not get caught staring at others. No. Wow. Uh, positive Sean, your final thought,
4: please. Yeah, people out here complaining, Dave Chappelle said blank in his new stand-up special, as if the premise of a joke is somehow a confessional of the thoughts you hold most dear. Hate to break it to you guys, but a chicken never crossed the road, and a horse never actually walked into a bar.
3: Oh, boy. Ah,
0: uh, well said. A uh, Marshall Phillips or of esteemed newsman, final thought? I gotta tell you, all this talk about exercise has worn me out. It's time for an ergonomic nap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Talking about exercises, worn you down. Jack, final thought? Yes, my son, very excited he found out who his teacher was uh, yesterday for the school year, and he's in class with his best friend since kindergarten again, so he was thrilled with that. There is one kid in his class he doesn't like, but as I was trying to talk to him last night about all through school, all through college, all through every job you ever have, there are going to be people you don't like. That's just part of figuring out how to deal with life.
3: As I look around this room, I see that you're right. <laughs> hey, kid. You're looking right at me. You know, my final thought is I-, I need to sell my pickup truck, and I hate that process more than about anything. So I'm thinking I'm going to torch it. Oh, really? If there's anybody who's ever successfully pulled off insurance fraud, if you could drop me an email, mailbag at com. Just got to uh, find the right neighborhood and leave the keys in, Right. Right, then claim was stolen? Sure. Well, okay. it was stolen. Well, why am I torching it then? That's know. dangerous and bad for the no environment. environment. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm already getting good advice. <laughs> <Jeez>. Good advice.
2: <laughs> that Dave Chappelle thing reminds me. I'm pushing that- it
3: off a cliff. Sorry. Back to you.
2: I'll, I'll pay that off tomorrow. Because the idea that if you laugh at a joke that, that you approve of the content of it is just ridiculous. Somehow we need to get past That's that. That's someone who understands nothing about
3: humor. Right. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people will thank so little time. Yeah, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Something we ought to be talking about. Pass it along. Y'all are great at spotting that stuff. Or just uh, an opinion's fine, too. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America.
0: uh duh hey
3: der armstrong and getty
4: information.